0: Welcome, you are listening to a spiritual gift for commuters podcast, a weekly podcast show dedicated to listeners who travel daily from home to work, near and far, while still coping with the rigors of everyday life. If you don't mind hearing a few words of encouragement and empowerment, we invite you to sit back and listen in. Here's your host, Pastor Ray Lane.
1: Greetings. This is Pastor Ray Lane with another podcast for commuters. I have a very special guest today that I am going to share an interview with. I believe that you will find this man incredibly, uh, an incredible blessing for you. And if you hear a little noise in the background once in a while, it's because Dennis's dog Barney. uh, We we want him to be quiet, but he's not totally cooperating but this is being recorded in dennis norman's living room and dennis it's my pleasure to have you on this morning and i just want to have you share something about your life where you've come from where 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 everything started how how come god is a part of your life or how does this happen so I'll just turn it over to you. You want to say a few words about who you are and where you come from, and, and how God has worked in your life.
2: Well, uh, Pastor Ray, it's good to uh, be able to be a part of your your uh, uh, outreach here to touch commuters, and uh, so I just want to say that uh, I I just counted a privilege to uh, be able to share my testimony with your your uh, viewing, uh, your audience. Well,
1: you've been a blessing to me over and over and over, and I just appreciate it. And I think you will bless a lot of people today, too.
2: Well, thank you. I I sure hope so. And anyways, uh, to uh, talk about where we started and how come God is such a part of our life today, uh, starts out years ago when I was just a young boy, and it has to do with my grandmother. Uh, I remember as a young boy, my grandmother was such a strong believer, and uh, she led me to the Lord when I was uh, 16 years old, Well, wow. but uh, when I was five or six and seven, uh, I watched her life, and her life was just an amazing uh, life that served the Lord, and and uh, served the lord with all of her heart and uh she uh, she is a young uh she is a young lady gave her heart to the lord uh, was raised in a christian home and uh then as she uh grew in the lord uh, i watched her life and i uh, seen how that god used her in marvelous miraculous ways and uh she had a big influence on my life
1: are there any specific uh, miraculous ways that you saw things happen in her life that you could remember to and share with us perhaps
2: uh yes uh i i there's been times when i've noticed that uh she had uh, this unbelievable insight to spiritual things and uh There were many times where she would have a word of wisdom or a word of knowledge wow and she would share it with people and it would touch hearts and lives and uh i've uh, heard testimonies of of individuals who uh would say that is exactly what i needed that is exactly what the lord has been dealing with me about and she would uh give a word of encouragement or instruction and and it would bless their hearts and lives. And it, yeah. but as a young boy, uh, being rambunctious and and uh, watching my grandmother, I I remember she would have this closet that she would go into uh, as a young boy, and and she'd spend a lot of time in this closet. and And uh, I remember one day uh, walking in there and. There wasn't much in that closet. I, uh, you know, you watch these reality shows nowadays, mm-hmm. where uh, the uh, where uh, these uh, women will show off their closets, where they have a hundred pairs of shoes and, <laughs> and uh, all these wonderful dresses and everything. Her closet consisted of a little old bitty, uh, barely able to walk into and maybe one or two dresses that she'd wear to church, and a couple of pairs of shoes. and uh, But what was in there was an altar, a Bible, and uh, a place where she called it her secret place, and she would go in there and, and pray and, and minister to the Lord, and the Lord would minister to her in uh, miraculous things would take place in fact I really believe that uh, my life where it's at now today in situations that I've had to go through God God has kept me alive and has healed me time and time again uh, because of her prayer closet and the prayers that she would pray as a young boy at 16 years old, a young teenage boy. uh, You know, it seems odd that you would want to hang out with your grandmother at 16 years of age, but there I found myself spending time with her over and over again, uh, a drawing, and I I believe it's because of her, her praying that would cause me to come back to her over and over again as a teenage boy. And uh, she led me to the Lord at sixteen yeah.
1: you know there's a movie that came out a couple of years ago. I believe it was called the War Room." It described exactly what you're just talking about and it was a tremendous movie i don 't go to many movies, but that's mm-hmm. one I went to. And I really enjoyed it and it just de- yeah. you just described what what went on yeah. changing the direction just a little bit uh-huh. uh, god's blessing and you mentioned healing Uh I believe you uh, you have said that uh, you have or are battling cancer what's the deal with this cancer thing
2: yeah I uh, about six years ago uh, well you know I've had a lot of uh, attacks of the enemy on my life and you know the Bible says it's not that you won't go through hardships you will but it's how you confront them, and how you approach these these uh, attacks of, of the enemy, uh, physical attacks, uh, that will determine the outcome. Uh, I I oh gee it it I guess it was about uh, twelve years ago. I uh, uh, received a diagnosis of prostate cancer and God uh, touched my heart and and healed me of that and uh then about 6 years ago uh I was diagnosed with uh, uh lymphoma cancer and uh, non-hodgkin's okay. lymphoma wow and and uh it uh the the kind of uh uh non-hodgkin's lymphoma the cancer that uh, they diagnosed with me was called the it's a lymphoma cancer that there's no chemo uh cure for but just uh just a prolonging of life and uh they were preparing getting ready to to uh uh provide chemo uh treatments for my uh for my type of cancer to just prolong it for a few years maybe 3 or 4 years and uh i at that time i uh, went to the lord and and i asked the lord to to heal me and uh and uh, like so many people do you know and uh all of a sudden the holy spirit began to share with me This was about six years ago. A scripture in John 1 uh, through verse 5. And it talked, of course, uh, verse 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. But down in verse 5, it's where the Holy Spirit began to reveal some revelation to me that changed my life. And it says, In Him, referring to the Word, uh, referring to Jesus, in him is life. And that life is the light of men. And that word life there, uh, translated, is translated zoe, which uh, means literally, the life of God. And uh, I begin to see there, God begin to share with me. The Holy Spirit begin to teach me that the life that's in God is the life that I can have and so I begin to uh, seek after the presence of God in his life and and just spend time with the Lord and uh, it's been like I said six years I told the doctor when the Holy Spirit began to share with me I told the doctor I wanna hold off with the uh, chemo and it's been six years now and I've yet to have any chemo or anything there's not been any uh, uprising or nothing happened to me as far as the cancer is concerned and it was found in the fourth stage and it's also they detected it in my bones as well and uh, but six years later no chemo or anything the Holy Spirit God the Father is keeping me alive and uh, It's, it's, and I'm not so much caught up in the idea that uh, I'm confessing the word over the sickness and speaking healing over it or any of that. I'm so caught up in spending time in the courtyard of God, in the presence of God, that I forget all about the cancer. And it's, you know, we're... The presence of the Lord is sickness and disease can't exist.
1: Can uh, this is this is really amazing to to hear you tell about this. What when you say you get into the courtyard of of the Lord? Can you describe to our listeners how in the world you get to this place? It doesn't happen overnight, I don't think. It comes from a long life period of time of commitment. Mm-hmm. How, how would you describe how you get into the courtyard of God? What, what does it take?
2: Well, down uh, through the years of my life, of what I've experienced is a progressive, uh, understanding of uh going into the very presence of the lord and uh uh, one of them is uh the bible says in solomon that the lord uh that the the that the uh the uh shulamite woman was kissed by the the uh king the uh the individual there in in the book of Solomon. And the word kiss on the lips is what it said. Hmm. And uh, it's very interesting, uh, Pastor Ray, that 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 kiss on the lips, the Holy Spirit began to share with me that as you begin to uh, allow uh, the Lord to begin to kiss you on the lips, he's referring to the mouth. Out of his mouth, came comes uh, uh, comes the word the word is what we need to have to be kissed on our lips and uh, when we are kissed by the word of God it changes things that's the very beginning of getting into the throne room of God in heaven an intimate relationship with the Lord is allowing the word to kiss you on your lips. And so uh, it's been my experience that as I spend time in the Word, I, I am ushered into the courtyard of God. And it is such an intimate kiss. The Word is so wonderful and it's so powerful that to get back to my grandmother, I know that she broke the curses uh, in her family and it releases the authority of the name of the Lord Jesus Christ over sickness and disease when you allow the word of God to come forth and uh, so uh, in the book of Solomon uh, when the Shulamite woman was kissed on the lips uh, uh, that that is a that is a an a uh, first step into the presence of God is when you allow the Word to intimately kiss you on a consistent basis as you read and uh, meditate on the Word of god
1: as, as I hear you talk about this i uh I don't know an old song or something comes to mind the foot bone connected to the ankle bone and the on the bones and the body connected to each other and I, I think about you talking about the kiss on the lips mm-hmm. and it's it's connected to the ears which are connected to the brain which connected to the mind and the will and and all of the beauty and magnificence of what we have between our ears mm-hmm. and it it comes through the word that uh, God has for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tell us, uh, this, you, you're taking everybody deep here this morning, and I appreciate that. And uh, you've, you've helped me uh, over the years to uh, uh, go deeper. Uh, Dennis and I have been sharing in uh, teaching of a Bible class here in the park where we live. And uh, it's been uh, such a joy you your life uh you've been a uh, a pastor and and you're also a barber among other things and mm-hmm. cut my hair and a, i don't know how many other people probably 50 other people mm-hmm. uh that you do regularly but at one point in time you were pastoring a pretty large church in the phoenix area could you tell us just a little bit about that well
2: yeah i uh i started a church there Called Word of Life in uh, Glendale, Arizona. Oh yeah, and uh, started uh, looked around uh, the area trying to find a building. Like a lot of individuals that feel the call of God to start a ministry or a church, that's what you do. You try to find a location, a building. God had called me to go to Glendale, and I had never ever been to Glendale before. And so I went and and and, and uh, sought out the city and found a women's club that would allow us to have church there on Sunday mornings. And so we uh, didn't have no money. We had we had uh, very little. And so uh, we sold our our dishes and sold things that we thought could bring some value to get enough money to, to uh, uh, rent the building, the, the women's club. And we did. And uh, I would say within six months, we had about 100 people in the women's club and, uh, that were attending every, set, uh, every Sunday. And it began to grow. And we eventually got up to about 600.
1: Well, that's a good sized church in today's world. Well, it
2: God had really blessed us, and the whole city block, uh, we were able to purchase the whole city block downtown Glendale, and uh, had a ministry that touched and affect affected a lot of individuals, and there are two churches in Phoenix right now that uh, are running, uh, one's running close to a thousand, another one uh By David Vasquez Jr, and then another one is running uh just built a brand new building and and uh he's running a great number as well that were individuals that were conversions that came out of our ministry and wow. and worked That's in our wonderful. church and and everything wonderful and uh so there's there we are so thankful for the fruit that we ended up seeing uh and taking place there in Glendale arizona but uh uh had a great time pastoring pastored there uh for about 15 years Well, wow, yeah good. yeah and had a great time and uh and uh so yeah we uh that's uh that was the starting of our ministry
1: that would there. start well that's a, about uh amount of time that we want to Spend today, well, it's not the amount of time we want to spend with you. We've got to have to talk more. And on another occasion, we'll see if we can't uh, hear more about what God has done in your life. And it, I, I'm always excited. You, you have blessed my life so much by sharing as you have. And if you're a listener out there, you've probably heard a little yip from time to time. I could edit that out, I suppose, but this is a personal relationship that I'm trying to have with you, and uh, this is a living room recording, and uh, it's a a time of, I've just been blessed listening to some of what Dennis had to say this morning, but right now I'm going to say goodbye to you for this time, and I'm going to turn it over to my friend T.D. White and he'll have a few words for you and thank you so much for listening and we'll return with Dennis another time so thank you
0: This concludes this episode of Meaningful Spiritual Gifts for Commuters podcast Thank you for listening Pastor Lane will be with you again soon. He hopes you'll be there too If you have any questions or comments you can contact him via email at rayhope13514 at gmail.com that email once again rayhope13514 at gmail.com online he recommends his friend Dr. James Dobson a family talk possibly found on a radio station near you there are also many good church services on TV including Dr. David Jeremiah that Pastor Lane recommends for your enrichment if you have tough questions like Why does suffering happen? He might be able to give you an answer, but that is best done through an organization he recommends by the name R-Z-I-M. That's R as in Robert, Z as in zebra, I as in Ida, M as in Mary, found on YouTube. He listens to them most days. And should you live in the San Diego County region, Escondido Church of the Nazarene on South Redwood Street welcomes you there. And perhaps you might meet Pastor there as well. Until then, listeners and friends, be well, be strong, and be encouraged.